All right, there we go. There we go. Hey, man, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I guess, um, shall we dispense with formalities? Who Who's this wonderful gruff voice that we're listening to? <laughs> yeah, this is Zoop. No Zoop for you. Nice. Or Sean. E- either, either or. Oh, we're on first name terms. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Beginnings of a bromance here. Uh, yeah, exactly. A bromance that goes back... Um, what are we talking now six years yeah it sounds uh, about six yeah yeah six so you and i had um a lover's spat on uh youtube slash twitter i think it was back in the day with the boston tea party oh that that we won overall eventually yeah, we posted disgusting <laughs> footage of you <laughs> checking the tea over the sides and uh, i put my best uh, bbc voice on <laughs> yeah, you're, you're uh, what is it? Uh, renounced uh, enunciation. What, what do they yes, call it? Received, the, the... Uh, received. Uh, God, what's the term for that form of English language or dialect? Just call it the Rece- Queen's received. Yeah, the Queen's English. There you go. <laughs> received pronunciation. That's it. Uh, yes, absolutely. Oxford grammar <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, based on the educated speech in Southern England. Oh yeah, dance F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were good old days, weren't they, my good man? Yeah, I know. Everybody's probably listening now, right? Oh, what, what are these two uh, jaded... Uh, yeah, old fucks. <laughs> yeah, doing... Uh, you know, don't they hate warships and wargaming? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, probably what everyone thinks. And um, to a point, maybe, yeah, maybe that's right, where love... I say hate's a bit strong, and hate is a kind of a form of love, because, uh, you know, you still give your attention to it. And I guess that might be still true for me um if i may speak for myself um to begin with i would say those giddy days on the early days of twitch when there were only a few warship streamers and then the early days of youtube with uh, the awesome series uh, from ichase and yourself and some some other names where it was really great educational content even before the days of drakinifel uh coming in on the scene with his more historical uh, stuff back then there was a real supportive like theme in the community both streamers helping each other out youtubers and then that was actually backed up more so by the north american community team than let's say the eu i think yep, EU much we're still getting their shit together really uh, and working out what the hell to do whereas north america back then was leading the way and then that segues to to you and I, where okay, we we'd um, had our friendly rivalries on YouTube, and then the North it was Ship Comrade actually. It was a community driven event. I oh believe, God, I, I forgot remember. about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, the beginnings of Little White Mouse. Yeah, yeah, she was publishing on Ship Comrade, and then that uh, kind of led you and I to handbags at dawn in our Yamatos. <laughs> in an event, and then a Bismarck secondary battle up two brothers, I think it was. These yeah, were key. Was fun. That was probably like uh, the most laughs I, I'd had, or you know, to that point in warships. Yeah. And I was filled with so much hope back then of hope for both the community and the and obviously the game. Well, that's the thing. It was a community back then. There, there was a, there was a definite sense of community. Um, pe- people enjoyed the community and being part of a community and interacted with the community and now well i imagine we'll get into that yeah i think i think that quietness 
and sadness the way you tailed off then just says it all because yeah. <laughs> back then there was uh there was so much support i say that's that's a very broad term but i had veterans emailing me um you know thanking me for the laughs um people then who'd been on my discord close to uh suicide who'd found people uh friends support and then gone on to um one guy found a wife um now recently had a family um and that was a that was you know some of the best best parts of gaming um and i had not been a gamer i'd lived in a caravan for like five years prior off grid you're a gypsy <laughs> huh I had, yeah, I was a hippie man. I was, I was out living in the trees. Um, my hey, you're a pikey. You're a pikey, right? Oh, yeah. Do you like dogs? <laughs> Do you like dogs? You like dogs? Like dogs? Yeah. Pay week. Pay blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full Brad Pitt moves there. Could, could they not have found like an actual British? I mean, I they probably wanted a big name there. They probably said, "Hey, we got to get the American audiences." I mean, yeah. these are probably people that never saw Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which, in my opinion, is far better than Snatch was. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That, well, there's some great, great characters in Snatch. <laughs> we really yeah, they there, haven't we? Definitely are, uh, but they're probably like well, Dennis Farina's character was great in that movie. Oh, uh, Bricktop, Bricktop was his Bricktop too. Who who was the narrator in Lockstock? I, I love how yeah. Guy Ritchie used to, you know, use all the same actors from certain movies and the other. If you ones. haven't but seen The he, Gentleman, um, I, is is it good? Did he get back to his roots? Because there's a time where he just kind of sucked. I think that's when he's married to Madonna for a little bit. Yeah, it's not his best, out. but it's not his worst. And you see some usual faces. Um, okay. And instantly, my ex-partner's brother is um, one of the, the guys. He's a bald-headed guy. Uh, oh, so no I'm, kidding. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> That's kind of Which funny, actually. Cool. Yeah, and what's, what's hilarious, because I know him from for years, he didn't really act. He just played his normal character in life, yeah, yeah. but with a gun stuffed down his pants. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, yeah. That's what, a lot of, How you doing? That's, that's what a lot of quote-unquote actors seem to do these <laughs> days anyways. Yeah. Even Hugh Grant allegedly said that he was one of the scariest people he'd ever worked with. Hugh Grant. I'm just so befuddlingly charmed. Uh, oh, he, he was good. <laughs> anyway. Hugh Grant, I, you know, I, I kind of miss him. He, he, Man, he was the name back in the day and then oh, just yeah. kind of that whole uh prostitute thing just kind of killed his career yeah, it's going down in flames if you're gonna have to go out i mean it's better than mel gibson and uh, charlie sheen but uh, true but you know he was with elizabeth hurley at the time yeah, that's man. just how do you how do you blow that right there i yeah, mean right. seriously living the dream yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Yeah, God. and I should have I should have known I'd fall into the movie trap with you because you've been doing yeah, you've I been know. Pop, mixing things pop up. culture. Yeah, yeah, you've been mixing it up with some reviews and stuff. Why have you Why have you sort of diverted your YouTube channel into that aspect? A uh, couple reasons. I I mean, sometimes I just don't have the heart to do anything warships related anymore. It's, and that's that's kind of tapping into what we were talking about earlier. The the fun is just not there anymore. I mean, um, I I've done all I can with educational stuff. It's it's like, all right, you want something? You're a new player. You want to learn something? Well, just go into my video library or someone else's, and there's plenty of stuff out there. So it's not like the players are going to learn anything new at this point. We've got so many ships out there right now. It's like, what, what's another review going to do? I know, I know people like ship reviews and I still do those every now and then, but 
really, I, I don't know, with the implosion of the uh, North America community uh, um, and their team and just uh, not being, and don't get me wrong, not being a community contributor anymore is probably one of the greatest things to happen. I mean, uh, before, before I was removed, I was thinking about leaving anyways, just because even before that, uh, my heart wasn't into it and, you know, having a family now and two, two little, uh, kids running around kind of changed things. So, I mean, the fact that it's always been a hobby, I knew it wasn't going to be, um, something I'd be doing perpetually. Um, it, it was always just filling in the gaps till the biggest next thing came along, which is yeah, my family now, but that grabs you. Yeah. It's so, something to just fill the time up with, but you know, it, it's, like we were talking about, it's just lost that aspect of fun. And I, I've always, I've always enjoyed star Wars. Um, I've loved it. Um, so like, Hey, why not, yeah. you know, regardless of the views, which I don't care about, just do something I enjoy and Ooh, truly that's a good have point you make as well. There. That's a good truly point. have, truly have my heart into it. And I guess that's, that's the beauty of not being beholden to making, um, a living off of this type of thing. It's like, I, I don't care about the views. No, nor are you aspiring to. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. I, it gives me free reign to do whatever I want, whenever I want. And, you know, if, if I become a variety channel, so be it. If I lose followers because of it, you know what? So be it. That's, that's the way it is. Um, YouTube's kind of trending downwards anyways. Twitch, at least for well, warships. warships. Uh, yeah, for warships. Yeah, YouTube, uh, Twitch has taken a huge hit. I, I think that people just don't care anymore. They don't yeah. care what people yeah, like sure. us really, really have to say uh, because it's just confirming what they already know. Well, I, yeah. I shouldn't really be talking anymore, but to be honest. <laughs> I do it just for my own shits and giggles um, and because I find it bloody funny. Um, yeah, I mean, in, well, in... And, that, and that's what you got to do. That's... <laughs> but go back to your point about uh, educational stuff. No, there is no incentive and there is no point to do it because it is obsolete within an update sometimes. Exactly. Uh, especially after six years. I mean, mm. the basic fundamentals of the game haven't changed. I mean, the, if, if someone asks me what are the biggest three tips you can give to a new player, it's always going to remain the same. It's going to be, you know, angle um yeah stuff like that you know angle uh watch your concealment use your islands and i mean primarily angle i mean that's that's half the key to this game let's face it this isn't a hard game it really isn't no it isn't um, that used to be part of the appeal it, it it had enough depth to it to keep you sort of learning and testing uh but also the slower pace um which certainly for streamers was ideal uh, well, now with, now with super ships, if you can even land shots, you know, or thunder or something like that, if you can even land a shot, you're going to do a lot of damage. So, you know, a lot of the skill was removed from the game. Honestly, I, I would rather see stealth firing come back because that was a skill right there. You know, players had to know yeah, where they could self fire. Yeah. Um, good for that. Well, that, that should have got neutered. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, just... And I and I know the the quote unquote I don't want to call it a pro scene. Um, it's definitely not esports, but there, I mean, there's still a competitive scene to the game. I know they've been trying to keep it that way for several years, but 
It's just not a competitive game. No, you and I never knew the game before it was as well. And I argued that Warships peaked when they introduced team battles, which was, of course, them testing for clan battles. Team battles was the most fun I ever had in the game. And I, I, I agree completely. Team battles was a great format that, you know, due to a lack of play, if they had kept that format, Mm. the players would have come, the teams would have come, but from there they moved on and, yeah, oh. then it was about milking and getting as much money from the whales, the people that you know were pro and trying to get one up on everyone else. And then you had the elitism, then the division, then yep. you know the us them. I'm part of Fos- fostered in part by a lot of the CC community too. Yeah, and uh, probably some specific choices there to promote the competitive scene was made in the choices of CCs who were abhorrently bad for the community as a whole. And I I can only think it was known because if it it wasn't known and expected then it was just un well it was kind of the level of incompetency we've become used to today which is odd because i think one of the most senior community managers now was part of omni um as well so he knew knew full well so it's kind of a conscious decision and i think that that conscious um commitment to go down that road uh was probably one of uh one of the most yeah disappointing Think once well, realize. in some ways, in some ways not. I mean, mm. uh, I, I'm not going to say that every every former clan member or competitive player that was hired by Wargaming didn't work out. I mean, you had a lot of individuals that did. I mean, Kami Samurai, uh, for example. I mean, oh yeah, he, I'm he, not I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm saying about the um, predatory sort of monetization and elite. Oh yeah, abso- absolutely. Trying to make yeah. warships into something it wasn't, which is right. Sport. Never... Yeah, which World of Tanks uh, definitely yeah. is an esport. You can work it out that way because that that is solely it's more uh, suited. Uh, yeah, it's it's player skill right there. It's faster paced, and if you're not good, you just really don't last that long. Um, it's it's, it's quite almost good to watch tanks. I I had yeah, the, well, the and, and that's the other thing. <laughs> sitting next yeah. to me, um, telling me all the cra- all the stuff that I didn't know. And, uh, well, and that's why it works. That's that's another yeah, reason it's why amazing. It works Obviously, the the clans that I was seeing playing were in themselves amazing. I was seeing a level of gameplay I'd never witnessed before. But then to have it commentated in my ear by Jingles was just amazing. And then I actually started playing tanks for a bit. I already had an account and a bit more, but yeah, that was that was engaging. And I don't you you can't get it from warships. And no, it occurred to me the other day some of the best events that I can recall happening in warships have not come from wargaming. No, not at all. Or they they came from other sources and wargaming bought them. Because, yeah, it was um... third party that were adopted. Um, or some of my fondest memories were events made by, by the community fans. So as I've just said, although wargaming um, kind of, not hosted, but they made it possible with those press accounts that we played with, remember for yeah. the eu guys to come so wargaming facilitated some aspect of it but all the legwork was done by ship comrade we saw it with king of the sea um, mm-hmm. as well they did all the legwork uh, wargaming assisted uh, then they've co-opted it um because it, a community that size is inherently valuable so that made sense for me and uh, i'm surprised i'm fucked it up by now but you know give them time Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, before they milk that. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to be too doom and gloom. I actually want to grab the ball by the horns and um, address some elephants in the room with you. Yeah, uh, go for it. Yeah. 
Um, so you used to be known as a shill for Wargaming. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So what happened to the shill? Oh, uh, well, you know, when, when people... Well, actually, uh, before you answer that, yeah, actually, yeah, 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 do yeah, you yeah. agree that you were a shill or, or do you at least... You, you were aware of it because you've commented in your videos. Do you feel that there was... That's justified? I, I think it is. And I, uh, the reason why, yeah. um, back, back when I started off, a lot of a lot of people that watch my videos actually thought I was a wargaming uh, employee. And I, I think a lot of people don't know the relationship um, that I had, at least with Wargaming back then. Um, I had a very good working relationship with the early North American office. Yeah, they'd come good. to me, they'd say, hey, we need a video for this. Will you do it? And I, I'd always agree because like any YouTuber, I was trying to get bigger and better. And um, But it wasn't so much as shilling. Um, I, I, I wasn't doing it for the product. I just formed very close uh, friendships with some of the uh, employees there uh, back in the day, back in the day. So it was more out of mutual respect for them. Um, and because of that respect, you know, a, a bond just kind of grew, which disappeared later on once Wargaming decided to get, you know, moving moving away from california was kind of the start of it um and then just changes and everything but in, in the beginning i i worked very closely with wargaming uh, mm. you know they asked for a lot from me and i was willing to provide it because you know like like anyone the goal is to get bigger and that was a very good way to do it they well and the game was growing as well it wasn't just exactly um, exactly so mm. so that could easily be perceived as shilling. And, you know, I, I think not knowing the context of why I did what I did, you know, I, I would understand why people would say that. Looking um, back, do you no think, doubt. do you think your relationship with staff um, obscured your ability to be objective on some of these matters? I, you know, I feel that I never lied about anything at all. I didn't. Um, if I thought a ship sucked, I said a ship sucked. And Wargaming in the beginning was very, very explicit about, you know, if, if you disagree, um, say it. If you don't like something, say it. And I, I feel that attitude changed a little later on. But I, I always wanted to be more of a force of positive mm. um um, just positive positivity in the uh, community, which is why um, I rarely went after wargaming on a lot of the stuff that the other more critical CCs did. Um, that that's not who I was. That's not who I wanted to be at the time. It, it was more about just res uh, respect for the game that I loved and trying to pump the community up for it. Yeah, and that's that's actually where I felt that you and I got along so well from my personal point of view I didn't I didn't face the same like condemnation or accusation of shilling but there mm -hmm. would be some there would be some videos where I would try and take more of a middle ground point of view so giving the benefit of the doubt for mess ups like um I, I'm not sure I did defend them on Santa Gate um back when they when EU and NA uh, really messed up on the Christmas gifts I wasn't too right. uh, forgiving about that there were other stuff where I thought you know okay we have bad days or the uh, lack of communication in a big corporation and uh, that was again linked I think due to the age of the game so it did not long come out of beta in the September 2017 I want to say 
uh, if I recall correctly. October, actually. It was... Um, uh, that's it. It might have been earlier than 2017 because it was it was the very first uh, TwitchCon. So whenever the very first TwitchCon was, that's when they went gold. Good God, yeah. Uh, it might have been before 2017. It might have been 2015. Been 2015, 2016. Yep, 2015. Uh, and it was September. Yeah, September 25th, 2015. Good God, I was looking at my calendar and it's 2022. I was like, it couldn't have been 2015. I was, I think it was 2017. Was like, no, wow, 2015, yeah. Gosh, so this game, so... We're, we're going on almost seven years. It'll be seven years this year. Yeah, I had to um, think when I said I've known you six years. I thought, hang on a minute, it can't be seven. No, maybe it's five. Yeah, yeah we're getting that's old. That's crazy. Anyway. But yeah, so that's where some of the benefit of the doubt came from. And like you, I noticed there was a lot of people who were so quick to just talk down and talk shit about the game and i was like well you're never going to make the game better if all you do is bitch about it um so at least if you're going to criticize at least offer um solutions for every criticism that you've got to kind of justify your criticism so yep. you know i i think this is bad because i believe that if done this way it could have been better and appease this and this you've laid out your argument but i think the reason that you and i never well you and i had different motivations as well um mm -hmm. like neither of us wanted to be the next big thing or uh i don't believe anyway i'm speaking no. speaking for myself no. but extrapolating onto you from what i know about no. you um no. so yeah i i was more i was doing it for the love of it which again gives you you're not looking at, you're not looking so much for clickbait i do enjoy a good bit of clickbaiting now and then oh yeah i, I do love to craft my uh thumbnails and titles to trigger people because i, I get off on it on a little bit it's quite funny if well well who doesn't to be honest <laughs> it I mean, does uh... make me chuckle how people get upset about pixels and about just a video of one person on the internet um, <laughs> and again in a game where you're you know let, let, let's face it you know what you do in this game doesn't matter in real life no sure. no one cares in the corporate world that you have a 60 percent win rate in world of warships no i really don't uh, care they, and the checkout girl at tesco's doesn't care either or yeah, walmart e e you know. epines do not translate yeah. into real world size do you Earth. know who i am woman 60 percent win rate i'm unicum in warships give me a discount I, I'm going to go out and say it. You're a Nazi and a racist now. If if, right, um, if yeah. anyone mentions Zoop now, it's oh yeah that that racist. Even when um, discussing Euro, well, he, no, was, no, he was no, outed as a racist. <laughs> someone I swear I saw in the Twitch chat or even on Reddit, someone mentioned your name, and I was like, how is posting a hilarious mishmash of David Cameron and Hitler racist? Yeah, no, right? I don't know. Maybe. It, uh, no, I don't think it is. And then comparing how, you know, giving know, people right? armbands to designate their vaccination status um, and drawing a parallel to 1930s Germany where certain people were given armbands to designate their status. Yeah. I really, I still don't see how which the which that was in. which that was said in jest to someone that blatantly said that they were willing to pretty much oh, yeah. throw people on yeah, cattle cars. Um, so you know, it's now in fairness to everyone, you didn't really explain yourself. It was like a throwaway comment, the sort of comment like I I decided I'd make because I got to a point on Twitter. I was like, I'm sick of self censoring, so it yeah. balls to the wind. If I'm going to post this, first of all, I'm going to commit to it. Um, you know, I'm not going to say something that I'm going to regret later. If I'm proven wrong, then I'll happily say, oh, you know, in retrospect, you know, with this evidence come to light, I, I was wrong. I'll stand up to it. Nah, no, but, but you kind of, it was one of, I could see it was one of those, um, 
reaction tweets where okay and then when people take it out of context it can be twisted uh, which people like which (laughs) people like to take things out of context and you know when when you have some of the more toxic uh community contributors and former community contributors in the uh yeah uh, when they get a sniffle they're like oh well there's blood in the water and he's like i'm gonna take this guy down because i don't like him being a cc okay i'm no longer cc you you know what this does to me i don't care I don't care. Um, but yeah, the, the the whole, it just boggles my mind how people lack the ability to just even look at things in the context and say, all right, this guy's worried that governments might possibly mm. be reverting to draconian 1930s style authoritarianism. I mean, this must make the guy a Nazi because he's... Yeah, he's absolutely. He's empathizing with he's, him. Yeah, yeah this, this guy's a Nazi because he's against Nazis? I don't, I don't yeah. know how that works. And then, and then the <laughs> racism just gets tossed in there haphazardly. Yeah, now, that, that's you know, just to, a bonus in, garnish on yeah, top. <laughs> in, in, in this day and age, you know, everything's racist. You know? Absolutely. Uh, oh, you, you, you don't like the color uh, pink, you're racist. Oh, you you uh you don't like uh Teslas? Oh, you're racist. Here's a good one. Yeah, but... My latest video where I did the honest update, I called them chopstick ships. As that's racist, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm, yeah, Wouldn't, maybe maybe it is. I but I'm not. I wasn't aware. I just thought chopsticks because because the whole theme was like food turning pan fried food. Yeah. They eat with chopsticks. Uh, yeah. So work that yeah. one out. Ah, again, I I stand to be corrected, and uh, I would obviously apologize but then keeping in mind that it's satire and jest you know it's not yeah so you know the 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 libertarian uh streak in me uh that side of me was a little worried uh that some of the covid mm. restrictions were borderline very drastic which i think <laughs> canada you know, <laughs> Australia. Uh, with, yeah which, which has come to be founded actually it, it's funny because everything i posted came true um for the most part um I, I hear and little what, one what amazed me was these uh, mostly p- fans of a World War II game, and one of them in particular told you to read a history book, and I actually <laughs> no, did. <right? laughs> I actually went, and in the opening line, it just confirmed what you said. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's, it's it's bizarre, but like, you know that that's just uh, that. I I chalk the whole thing up to the whole. You know what? It, it's it's not twitter it's just the way that youtube and everything goes you've got people that i you know in in all honesty i lost pretty much no subscribers off that whole thing it it was a net i mean there were some of them that you know yeah there were some but it's not like it knocked me back to zero or anything i I think i was steady right around thirty thousand. i'm steady right around thirty thousand still uh, because for the most part, the people follow me understand history and they understand me and they know that, you know, especially those understood the me, point you were making and can think yeah. for themselves rather than just taking what someone yeah, the, else says. The, the, the people that rabble rouse about it and, you know, raise the big thing didn't like me to begin with. Let's face it. They didn't yeah. like me to begin with. They just, no, you know, and, and they thought they thought, you know, getting my CC ship taken away from it was really going to hurt me when, in fact, I, I don't know if I said it earlier or not, I, I was thinking of leaving months before that just because the sense yeah, of the anyone either. and everything. Yeah, and I had kids coming and are already there. And it's just like, I don't need this. This was just to fill it. The only reason I do it, I like the majority of the community. And I think anyone that's met me uh, in person will tell you I'm probably one of the nicest guys you could possibly meet. Now, now, if you want to talk about true hatred towards a, um, 
certain group of society. I mean, let's look at North America right now with their most recent hire who absolutely hates cops and thinks they're yeah, all Yeah, that's the other thing. Good old. I did have to smile at the fact that it came from Twitter again. I was like, oh... Yeah, I was like, oh, right. poor guy. I actually, I did tweet my sympathies to him. I was like, I've never seen someone lose a job before they start it. Now, technically, he hasn't yeah. lost it, bless him. Uh, so there was some sympathy for him for like walking into that. But then again, I was like, well, you painted a target on your own back. Well, so. y- you know, that's it, it, probably because he's vaccinated. He's good to go. But you know, the funny thing <laughs> is, I'm I'm vaccinated. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm oh the only I, I'm the only vaccinated uh, anti-vaxer on the planet. Are we which sharing was, medical history another... now? Yeah, yeah. You, well, you know. <laughs> That that that's the other thing. Everybody, everybody took my like, vitamins this morning. Yeah, I think I think one person out there said uh, they were scared for my children because of the views oh, I God, was pushing. Yeah, I think I I'm like, are, like that. I think that was actually another CC, and I'm like, you're you're scared because I want people to make their own decisions and not follow what other people tell them to. You know, I I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. It's they might your decision. Be scared. Yeah, it's your decision and your decision alone. Um, I, I just don't like governments forcing it upon people because, again, something, something, 1930s, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ca- well, careful now because uh, neither of us have the clout of Joe Rogan. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even yeah, if we he, had an epidemiologist he, on. De- like... Defeated Neil Page in single combat. <laughs> Neil Young, yeah. Yeah, yeah Neil Young. Know. What Neil Page, yeah, Neil Young. <laughs> You're uh, just making people up now. Yeah, I know, right? I do that. I make <laughs> yeah. shit up all the time. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you you mentioned uh, obviously that recent uh, ACAB thing about law enforcement and stuff, and obviously you're exposed a lot to veterans, and as you as you said, a lot of veterans play play the game, and they're quite they're quite a funny group. Like I touched in my video, I said you know warships players, and I was thinking more of veterans, you know, when I was saying this that they've been about the block a bit, and. Um, it's gallows humor everything we do and that yeah most of my tweets it's it's just straight up veterans um gallows humor yeah that gallows humor as you call it it's it is quite a dark twisted sense of humor it's shared across the services i know i've been able to joke i've been an infantryman myself i've been able to joke back and forth with policemen because you know they deal with some things you probably shouldn't joke about Mm -hmm. and they do and actually it's made headlines in the uk unfortunately it's gone a bit they've highlighted some cases where it's gone too far but that humor to a civilian is yeah probably reprehensible probably you know disgusting and awful and uh i've not really to the people on uh, to the people on twitter i mean oh wow come on now anyone on twitter should be used to that type of stuff so I've I've never apologized for my humor, and I'm aware that my humor is very it can be quite twisted, can be quite dark at times. Uh, I've even said you know I have a, a weird sense of sense of humor in that regard. But um, it's something I'm always quite mindful with warships. As I said, I I got I used to receive um, back when I was full time sort of YouTube. I used to receive a lot of emails. Um, some of them, and um, on Discord, I used to talk quite a lot to people who were probably still one was still serving who are very damaged individuals and warships um it happens to be the game at that time there's been games before and i'm sure there'll be games after but it serves as a pivotal point of connection communication support um you know alcohol is quite a big um crutch for these people so they'll often you know enjoy that's their release sometimes as well um and well, that comes you know, with its, its own 
problems it's, and risks. It's very funny that you bring this up um, because I, I don't know if you remember, but um, was it Sprint? No, Verizon selected me for that reason. Mm. Wargaming North America selected me for that reason to pretty much be their veteran face because I've done a lot of that type of stuff. I, I've been a guest at both uh, TwitchCon and PAX East to talk about uh, these issues, veteran issues, veteran suicide, uh, mm. because I was a master resiliency trainer in the military. So um, I, I am very cognizant of that as well with the, the veteran community. And um, I, I think the veterans there know that I've always been there for them in any way, shape or form, which, which is another reason that, you know, I've, it's a lot of where my frustrations are at with wargaming. Just this whole, you know, we want you to do this for us because we respect you and what you do. Okay, fine. Well, we just went on your Twitter and, you know, we, we see a couple things we're worried about. Can you disassociate your Twitter with wargaming? And I'm like, okay, fine. I am more than willing to do that. And when they approached me about that, I even said, hey, do you want me to remove all traces of world of warships Go from my twitter i was i was more than willing to do that because again twitter is my personal account it's not like a war no, yeah there's never a real association and and, and they told me in north america um I, th I think it might have been half a thought or he's like no no you don't have to go that far all right i'm uh, gonna go for the just, juggler now why can't yeah, you leave warships it. alone why can't you just walk away because I can't either. <laughs> I don't yeah, <laughs> seemingly. So, so I, I I have made a lot of friends in warships. Um, I I still you know have a huge following. Um, and aside from a few people that when I would log into the game when that whole incident happened would try and say some crap um, in game, mm. and who were immediately shouted down, which is the funny thing. All my interactions in this game, I, I would be not lying to say that 98% of my interactions in-game have been positive. And I love that. I, mm. I love people just saying, hey, Zoop, love the content. Hey, Zoop, love the videos. And I always respond back. And I'm always nice. And, you know, I know there's some CCs out there that just flat out ignore people in-game or just uh, feel, yeah. feel that they're important and don't have, well, former CCs. Are there any CCs left even? I, I don't. I, I, honestly, if you I don't believe know. war gaming, it's never been better that nothing really happens. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> From, um, like listening to them on stream, that mm, just a couple left. <laughs> a a, it's that interaction with members of the community, um, and B, I've got some really close uh, military friends uh, or friends that I gained in the military that I still play with together uh, Thursday nights and stream with. And that's really the only reason I'm streaming. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't stream the game, period. How, um, how do you make friends if you're just a postman? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're just a postman in the military. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just one of the many jobs I've held in addition to being an infantryman, a battalion uh, executive officer, a uh, platoon leader, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, it's funny, isn't it? You, you know how the military is a multifaceted thing and you wind yeah, up not with the job you think you're going to do. Oh, God, no. Um, <laughs> but um, I met them about as long ago at um, a training unit that we're in where we trained um, 
actually it's a uh the position i was in was called an observer controller uh um trainer and what we do is we just go to division and battalion level units we observe them and make sure that they're working cohesively as a team before they deploy so um so it wasn't just postal stuff right there that's a completely different ball game uh in the training world but um no my uh my actual first line leader a lieutenant colonel and then one of my peers um you know we we just all got together we we just really synced with each other on the team we were on hmm. and then they found out about world of warships and both of them started playing and we've we've played ever since one of them moved back over to utah another one moved to the west coast and uh we've stayed in touch and we always play every thursday so that's really one of the reasons uh, it, it's that's really the only thing that keeps this game fun to me um playing with uh, them yeah that's we a have a good time draw. doing it that's quite, a, and that's something developers try and obviously foster. The games as a service, I read a good article in uh, PC Gamer about how that's quite a good hook. Um, and there's a lot, it's, there, I'm sure other people listening are feeling the same way that, you know, despite maybe a lot of people saying uninstalling, you know, even if they've uninstalled, they're still looking at Reddit or, or the forums from time to time. There, There is a, not a level of addiction, but this level of connection that's actually quite difficult to get rid of. So, you know, my connection to you is through warships. Right. Um, for, for a beginning, and the same goes for other people, um, I had a very good working relationship, uh, first of all, with Wargaming as a content uh, creator, and then at Wargaming with the content creators. Uh, I can't recall any upsets that uh, happened in my in my time with them. Well, I think... I think a lot of it also has to do uh, to the free-to-play dynamic. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm fortunate in that just about every single ship I have was given to me. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very lucky. Uh, I could walk away and wouldn't be out that much money, but there are a lot of players with just as many ships that have invested, and I, I think it's safe to say thousands of dollars. That's a good point. Some so, cost fallacy almost. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you going to leave something that you have sunk hundreds, if not thousands of dollars into, no matter how much you hate it? it it's almost like the game's being played out of spite for some people. It's like, well, I put this much yeah, money into I it, I'm not quitting agree. it. Yeah, that, I just, that just occurred to me then. So I was thinking, yeah, so if I've put... I mean, I've I spent about a thousand pounds, probably two thousand over the lifetime of it, GBP. Then um, I'm thinking, okay, so then if you're pissed off with the way the game's going and you feel that you can't stop playing, that's going to fester. And uh, that kind of explains some of the sentiment, the, certainly the vocal sentiment that you see. Um, and it's amazing how putrid it's gotten. <laughs> in, in probably so, just some the past, of, like, some year of or the... two. Some of their biggest whales also are some of <laughs> they hate the game the most out of everyone. It's it's a weird dynamic that you, you don't really have in other games because you know when you look at it, something you know I play Call of Duty a lot. Uh, I've been playing Warzone with another group of friends that I have. You know that's what I play on the weekends, and you're you're only shelling out. Well, Warzone you can play for free. Uh, so it's not like there's a lot of cost there. If you leave it, you get tired of it. It's like, all right, you know, I paid what I traditionally pay for a video game. I'm done. But World of Warships is different because, you know, the, the cost of one or two ships is going to run you the entire lifetime of a Call of Duty game, which it, when, when you look at it in many ways, I mean, it's insane when you think about that. 
I mean, it's absolutely crazy, but it works I for mean, them. Yeah. I mean, they make one of the reasons of I didn't out. sink a lot of money in is because I had kids. Uh, the cost of those ships balanced by what I could buy my kids with that money couldn't justify mm-hmm. it. No, not, not just like financially couldn't justify it, but morally couldn't justify it. Yep. Like to myself. Uh, one question I've got for you. You're active. Uh, well, like you're still in the military and employed. Reserves. Yeah. You're in. You're in the reserves. Okay. Yep. But you're not retired. So does that mean that you can't kind of um, regale us with some of your stories? Because I'm sure you've got a few stories from your time in service. Yeah, I, I can. I mean, we've got a lot of stories. I mean, um, we love stories, man. You know, I, I, I would. I would love to say that I've got just these crazy off the wall. I can't believe we did that type of story, but um, those probably happened when I was a private back. Yeah. Yeah. Back before I got commissioned and became an officer, but <laughs> yeah. my, uh, my career as an officer has pretty much been boring. It's, it's pretty much just been play everything by the books, do the right thing try and be the best leader you can for your soldiers, you know, and that, and, you know, as almost a Lieutenant Colonel now as a major for my current team, it works. You know, I, I treat, I've got a team of higher ranking NCOs. I, uh, I tell them, Hey, you've got wide latitude to do your job as you deem fit. I'm not going to get in the way. It's not my job to get in the way for this current job. Uh, but back when I was a private, uh, Oh geez. And, uh, college, especially, I, I remember there was one time that I went out drinking until so so I I went to Oklahoma State University. Um, I had friends in my drill unit that went to University of Oklahoma. So went down to Norman for the night, um, decided to party at Norman, and I was drinking until four o'clock in the morning. Um, well, you know, battle assemblies pretty early, had to be up and there by six o'clock. So I basically went to bed drunk. I woke up drunk. I went to drill drunk and we had a, an APFT, uh, that morning, you know, physical fitness. Oh no. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, it's you two, two, two minutes of pushups as fast as you can go. Two minutes, of, two minutes of sit-ups as fast as you can go. Then your fastest two mile run. So the, uh, oh. <laughs> My, uh, my, my platoon sergeant was the one holding my legs down, um, while I was doing, uh, my sit-ups and I think I got him contact drunk. I think he I felt... say he'd be breathing in your alcohol sweat straight, straight up. Yeah, exactly. So after Ugh. we got done, he was like, I'm going to smoke your ass. You never show up to drill this way again. And this is before <laughs> we had a two mile run. Oh, so uh. So I'll just, I'll cut to the chase here. No pun intended because it's a two mile run. Guess who came in first place on the two mile run? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes way. Uh, you know, the first mile was a little slow, but uh, when we made the turn at the end of the uh, road that we went down, I just started dusting everyone left and right because, you know, I was young and stupid back then. I Were was, you vomiting as you went? Not at all. That's the crazy thing. And I don't uh, get that to this day. I don't but, miss uh, that. Vomiting as you're running. Yeah, so I, I just flew by everyone I got done, and my, my platoon sergeant was just like, he just had this look on his face, like, yeah, I got down. <laughs> all right, whatever. 
<laughs> whatever you need to do to pass uh pass the the only other thing i can think of that was crazy which was more of a personal thing um i i had surgery on my wrist at battle assembly that weekend when i was a cadet and i got a ride with one of my buddies out to camp gruber which is just this this training facility out in the middle of nowhere in oklahoma and i got dropped off at like 11 o'clock at night I was on oxycodone for my hand. I'm walking around with all my gear. I swear to God, I was probably walking around in circles for about three or four hours <laughs> in October before I finally found my own unit or what I thought was my unit. Finally laid down, went to bed with them, woke up. It wasn't even my unit. I have no clue nice. who those people were. I just kind of got up uh, when they had formation and did one of those things where you you kind of back out and you're like, yeah. all right. Hmm. And then Homer Simpson into the hedge. Yeah, exactly. And then more recently, and then the only somewhat funny thing I can think of more recently, uh, I was drilling up in New York and this is, this is a couple of years ago. And you know, when, when I drill because of the type of units I'm in as a major, I'm used to being kind of on the lower size of rank. Uh, you know, I work with a lot of Lieutenant colonels. I work with a lot of Fulberg colonels. So, um, I'm not used to being the highest ranking individual around. Anyhow, I, I started going up the drill in New York, and it was a unit that had a lot of uh, military police units and everything else. And I walked in the drill hall one day, and there were three units in formation right there. And as soon as I walk in, everybody comes to attention. And like, this is awkward. I came in during their formation, and everybody's falling in. So I kind of did one of those tiptoe through the daisy like things, just very awkwardly, slowly walked out through the back. And it was only after I left, I realized that they came to attention for me. <laughs> I did, did you not sleep like, back? I did not because I did oh. not know that. Yeah, I know. And, and fool. yeah, no, I know. I feel horrible about it, too, because I yeah. always, you know respecting junior uh officers is very important uh, if you're yeah. in but Jeez. i did not know that i was the highest ranking individual in that entire building at the time so Jeez. that was a that was a lesson learned and one of the more i wouldn't say that's a funny story but just uh one of those lessons where i just felt yeah i understand why it haunts you like that would haunt she, me yeah sheep sheepish look just like oh Crap. See anyone who hasn't been in the military that's listening. It's like, what's the big deal? It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, what's the what's the big you deal? Cannot no. know. This, you this cannot jackass, understand. this jackass officer kept us at attention for four minutes while he slowly crept his way out yeah. the back, out of the building, didn't say anything. And I, <laughs> yeah, I can only think about if I was a PFC at the. I'm time, surprised you didn't uh, get arrested you know, as a spy. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, so. yeah, clearly, he doesn't understand that he's not from around here. My my story. You mentioned about uh, you're on um, medication. Uh, we had um, we had a sleep sleep deprivation exercise, and we had to dig trenches, oh, uh, followed by a gas attack um, one night. But we'd been briefed, and I knew it's sleep deprivation. So being seventeen or eighteen, and and very clever, you know, the cleverest soldier in the British Army at the time, I went down to the naffy, the shop, and I bought. Uh, a few packets of Pro Plus, these caffeine tablets. Oh, that's smart. Yes, thank you. Turns out it wasn't very smart at all. No, because not at all. as I was feeling tired, I was, I was popping these tablets, and uh, I thought, God, these aren't working at all. I thought I'll have, and I think I I went through a whole packet. There were like twenty four of them in about oh, the space of an hour. God. 
But, but what could possibly go wrong? I mean, it's caffeine. You can't. So, so before before you move on, you know, I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I had a date in the high school for prom. Do the same thing. So, uh, kind of know where this. I kind of know where uh, this is. Going. See everyone. Yeah. See you were forearmed. I had no idea. I thought caffeine. It's in tea. It's in caffeine. Can't OD on that. Yeah. This would yeah. be. It's not like paracetamol. Wait. You know. You have to be careful. <laughs> No way. I I think my corporal found me on my back singing to the stars. <laughs> but the thing was, my kidneys and my head really hurt. And obviously, oh, your yeah. kidneys are trying to flush it out. And uh, then... Like, water, water, give me water. Yeah, not, not, not so much even that. Like, uh, yeah, it was really bizarre. And it was really excruciating pain. I was in the ambulance. And they, they ended up having to flush put me on a drip and flush my body out then in the shower of course i knocked my drip so i looked around and i was like oh this is a bit dirty there's blood everywhere and i looked down, I was like, oh it's mine it's coming out I was like, oh, that's yeah, kind of cool actually fire. i'll just i'll just switch that tap off I'll, now. I'll tell you i'll tell you what that that was one of the most beautiful parts of being an infantry unit with uh, uh medical units around you because ah, yeah. uh we <laughs> While we went to Camp Gruber every now and then, we'd take a lot of beer with us. And if you got too drunk, just to the next morning, hey, give me a 14 gauge needle and start pumping saline. And right as rain, not much later. Plus, yeah, apparently, vitamin D injections in your butt is the top gear recommendation. Oh, is it really? For, yeah, for hangovers. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. I, I once had an American guy in my platoon. And of course, I said, What the hell are you doing in the British Army? Yeah, he had dual citizenship. So huh. I think I think his mum was American, his dad was British. So he had dual citizenship. He had a choice of either army that he could join if he wanted the military. So what the hell did you do choosing the British? Because we were up at um, north of England. I can't believe I've forgotten the name, but I guess that's how long it's been. Were you at a base? Catterick. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot Catterick. I was going to say Catrick Garrison. Yeah, that's like one yeah. of the main infantry training centers. And this was adult. <laughs> Even though I was quite young, 17, 18, I was on the adult training course. Um, there's another one for youngsters, um, which is longer. But yeah, so I asked this guy, so what the hell are you doing in the British Army? He said, well, he's like, yeah, I get asked this a lot in, in his American accent because he was very, very American. Um, he said, well, the Yanks have got the kit, but the British have got the training. Because I, I was saying to him, you know, we're out tabbing, you know, and walking everywhere, but you guys got helicopters, Humvees, and you never walk anywhere if you don't have to. You know, what what would be the point? He's like, well, I actually do want to come out of a engagement alive, so I, I opted for the training over the kit. Hmm. I was like, mm, yeah, pretty pretty smart. I'm not sure how true that was, of course. I had no yeah. way of, of knowing, uh, and I was going by stereotypes. Uh, but I thought that's, that's really interesting, that American citizen well, that man British is and um, sort of weighed up his options and uh, literally his life was on the line. That's you know, it's, it's, his life could potentially have been on the line. It's it's funny um, because I've come across uh, a lot of people in my career and some of them, you know, invariably go to training with other nations. And mm. I, I ran across a guy with Australian parachute uh, badges one day or the Australian parachute badge. And that's where he got his... Uh, parachute badge from that's where he did his training and i'm like yeah, so what was it like yeah he's like they literally have no safety standards it's basically here's your chute you pull this get out of the plane and that's it i mean here in the u.s it's like a whole three-week course you know you you train up then you do it slow then you do it fast 
apparently Australia, it's just balls to the wall. Hey, get out of the plane. Um, just do it. So the, the, the powers are absolutely nuts. Uh, first of all, yeah, you have to be nuts to jump out of a perfectly good plane as is, which is why, response. yeah, which but, is why after infantry basic and they asked me, they're like, Hey, do you want to do this? And I'm like, no, I got to get back to college. Yeah, I'm not jumping out. I'm not jumping out of airplanes. But the British powers, they're a special breed. They're very, yeah, very strange. I spoke to one of those guys. He was actually di being discharged, I think out of uh, para training. Um, and he said that, he gave me a weird story, but effectively he, he basically had to attempt suicide for them to actually take notice and uh, <laughs> let him be discharged because they're that fucking nuts that, you know, just, just talking about something like that is a joke to them sort of thing. They are really hard men and they've been through, usually they've got rough backgrounds anyway. So it takes a lot to phase them and to break them anyway then you put liver, them all together liver puttings, right They're all from liverpool. yeah actually from yeah from liverpool manchester some of the poorer areas uh they nothing can stop them um this guy knew that he wasn't cut out like they were <laughs> but he managed somehow you know he was fit enough and he, he was keeping up with them but he was like i don't belong here um and this was of course years ago so things have changed a lot since then but he, he was telling me some stories about how crazy those guys are. So the the Argentinians probably never stood a chance when the, the Paris came <laughs> knocking. Oh, uh, we're talking about, uh, <laughs> talking about Falklands now. Oh, yeah, we best avoid uh, censorship. Uh. Beep, 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 bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I'll be a colonialist. Yeah. But yeah, fascinating stuff. Uh, my recommendation to you, yeah, on your YouTube, if you want to sideline into something else other than warships, I'd uh, regale your probably a lot of veterans in your in your audience and community and even not doesn't have to be like particularly um funny stories or disturbing stories or anything just yeah just like you've said about where you were posted where you've been your, your different job roles and stuff i'm sure guys would like to hear yours and then of course like to comment and share theirs yeah. uh, i think that would be awesome because then of course you can get then the connections going like some guys with the power of the internet would be like oh no way man i was stationed there and, you know were you there between yeah, i might do that too you know it's uh, it's cool. really Zoops a nice war thing stories. Uh, yeah exactly yeah or lack thereof uh well yeah deployment. oh yeah Zoops actually you know what you know what my my <laughs> postal service whilst the yeah. war's going off in the all right distance. so so you know let, let me touch on that just a little bit <laughs> yeah uh, sure. because it you know you don't think the military has postal uh you know you don't think of but soldiers need mail yeah. so i i had just gotten divorced in oklahoma and Ooh. was moving back to the east coast i came across a colonel and she's like hey you looking for something on the east coast and i said yeah well what do you want i said well and I gave her my parameters. I'm like, don't, I want to deploy, but not right away. Cause you know, I'm trying to get things figured out mm. and I don't care what kind of unit I go to as long as it's not a postal unit, because I'm, I'm an AG, I'm an adjutant general officer. So I, I deal oh, with the, I, I deal, I deal with the personnel side of things. Um, and you know, the strength accounting and everything uh, like that, the uh, S one stuff. So postal falls under that realm. Yeah. And if you're a platoon leader, you usually wind up as a postal platoon leader if you're AG. So I said, I don't want to be postal. Don't want to touch it. Uh -huh. So sure enough, she finds me a unit and it's deploying and it's postal. So <laughs> I had to, I, I kid you not, I had to go to postal training. I had to learn about military postal. Then I had to learn about being a military postal supervisor because 
I was the supervisor for, you know, the post office in Tikrit, which served 30,000 soldiers in northern Iraq and was the logistical Jeez. hub for that. Uh, not only that, I had to go to core training, uh, um, COTAR training. Uh, contracting officers, technical representative, because in addition to my platoon, I was also in charge of 50 civilians over in Iraq. Uh, so, yeah. so not only that, I had to watch incoming outgoing logistics and everything else. And it actually turned out to be a very rewarding experience That'd because be I learned about, yeah, I, I learned about uh, military logistics, about moving bulk items this being mail which we we have russian planes flying stuff in believe it or not but mm -hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't imagine russian contractors but uh all oh, variety yeah, of okay. contractors if there's yeah. money to be made there'll be a russian yeah exactly uh so we'd see these yeah, I, I kid you not you know we'd have red because there'd be uh sand all over the place no fly nothing would be flying except you'd see a russian plane coming with the mail yeah, and you're like all right yeah, uh, <laughs> money to be made, but uh, it, it was a very rewarding deployment. So while I never wanted to be postal in the end, I'm like, all right, this this was a cool experience uh, because you also realize uh, how important mail is. It is. You only, you only have to pick up a history book. You only yeah. have to read one book about World War One or two. And yeah, I'm sure there's a mention of letters home. Or, or soldiers exactly. eagerly awaiting the next. Now, 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 the platoon I went over with the twenty soldiers from uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, I do not have fond memories of that. No. <laughs> I, I've got stories about that. Just some of the most off the wall crazy shit you would. I, I had a my platoon sergeant was shacking up with a specialist, which, you know, that's fraternization. <laughs> I had a, I had a specialist that had a British accent, uh, have an affair with an Iraqi interpreter before going home and not coming yeah, back on yeah, leave. Yeah. Uh, my platoon, my platoon sergeant got busted for mail theft. And I spent a year trying to put his ass in jail. So uh, basically anything that could have gone wrong. Yeah went wrong and i had to deal with it um which also taught me a lot about was that guy faking too, a so. british accent or did he actually have one uh she she um she. i don't know to this day i really don't <laughs> i know right i know it's, it's all so so yes actually i do have some crazy stories and they're yeah, all see uh, when you start they're, thinking they're, about they're, it they're they're all deployment related um yeah she she actually came to me she she was i i located her at a different one of our bases um because we had four four setups postal setups and one day she just wound up on my post because they had to medic e medically evac her uh because uh. she had a cyst or something like that and i came and saw her you know being a good leader i'm like everything okay and she's like yep i'm going back to uh camp so-and-so tonight I'm like no no you're not they're saying you're staying here she's like oh i've got <laughs> I've got a convoy I'm getting on. It's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Oh, I, that sounds. And British, she and actually. she said that, and she said that to me, and I said, "Well, I tell you what: if you get on that convoy, you're going to get an Article 15." Uh, guess what she did? She got on that convoy. Uh -huh. My my captain at the time, because you know, as lieutenant, he's like, "Well, I I don't know what should I do." And I'm like, "Sir, give yeah. her a bloody Article 15." I told her she was going to get one. That's not that hard. And he wound up not doing that because he didn't have a spine, and that's uh. another issue I had to deal with with my uh, superiors. But yeah, it was an interesting uh, interesting deployment. Um, yeah, my year in Iraq. Yeah, you need to start writing this down before you get so old. Uh, 
they slip out. Uh, I'm so, getting uh, there. I'm getting there already. So yeah, I bet you feel it with two two little sproglets running around. Yeah, there. I do, and they're they're very much running. I, they've got two speeds: stop and go. And go is like full throttle. Yeah, I love, I love, I I love, I love having kids, and that's another reason why I just really don't care so much about. I was gonna say, I was gonna know. say that's a, that must have affected your. Um, yeah, like like focus. I said, I, I I was already thinking about leaving the community contributor program prior to what happened, um, because of the kids, and I just kept doing it, and then it happened. It's just like, all right, whatever, I was gonna leave it anyways, uh, and and that's why now I'm just, you know what, I'm gonna do what I want to do. If I feel like doing an astronomy video one day, I'll do it. Uh, really enjoying the Star Wars analysis type stuff because I love Star Wars. Your astronomy so. stuff is genuinely interesting, partly because I love gadgets, partly because of course the universe is just fascinating yeah. anyway. Oh, it's but crazy. then when you show off pictures of your all your kit, I'm like, how did you ever get the wife to approve that expense? It's it's been a slow build up over the course of ah, I like ten, it. ten plus years, you know. I start mm-hmm. small and then hey, you got an extra three hundred bucks, I'm gonna upgrade to this and and actually full operating. disclosure, uh you post amazing photographs and that's no accident because you were a photographer, weren't you? I was. Uh when I went to college, uh our paper, I I was actually a very good photographer i won yeah, numerous you are. awards you uh, are, actually uh, yeah so um I, I still enjoy that a lot i'm actually doing a photo shoot at the end of february um up in the uh, appalachians there's a new steam engine that just came out and i love yeah i trails, love your steam so. engine ones yeah so there there'll be some very good photos at the end of february so stay awesome. tuned for that look out for those your kids are lucky yeah. too because there's some amazing shots that you've shared on on twitter oh there. yeah they're they're, they're very very photogenic uh you know and I, i'm amazed how good the uh iphones are at taking photos now really that's the iphone oh i thought it was well not not the no 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 not not all those uh, ah. but some of the po- some of the photos, most of the photos of the kids, though, are uh, iPhone. Just yeah, because, it's much easier, you know, isn't it, to whip in, out. in the moment? Yeah, and mm. um, you know, actually, this morning, uh, it, it's funny because Savannah, she loves Sean the Sheep, who I'm sure <laughs> yeah. being a being a British staple uh, right there. Um, but she's she's even got a little stuffed Sean the Sheep that she carries around and sleeps with. It's really cute. But when are the kids gonna be allowed to play with your train set? Uh, <laughs> my son loves trains already he's like choo-choo and does the whole uh um as soon as i get it built i still haven't been able, i haven't had time to do that so i'm kind of behind on a lot of hobbies right now you had it running though was it last year yeah and you know i took it down just uh, I, I i i have i have add with that type of stuff i started yeah, project I I was like, Zoom's the best dad ever. I wish he was my dad. I always wanted the Wallace and Gromit train set running through the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the penguin, yeah. Yeah. So now it's it's primarily, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot of work on the the Boba Fett. uh, It's called a CRL, Custom Reference Library, for uh, the 501st. So just getting Oh, yeah, and uh, you've got your cosplay as well. And you were building parts of the armor and stuff. Jeez, where'd you get the time? I don't, I don't have, I don't sleep. I don't, uh, you know, that, and you know, that that's the funny thing. Um, World of Warships and uh, the whole YouTube thing is just one small aspect of the things that I, I I'm, I'm a good artist. I can draw um, photography, astrophotography. I've got so many random hobbies and, you know, I rode bulls in college. Not a lot of people know that either. So yeah. Um, a, a jack of all trades master of none uh, that is yeah. exactly what i am 
Oh, you seem to be a better jack than me. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah, there's loads more I could get into. Like, see, yeah, we could, any, we could probably go for hours. Yeah, even potential, like with your with um your three D printing. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that, that. There are entire YouTube channels dedicated just to that as well. It's another aspect that I find pretty much like witchcraft. I once tried to look at a CAD program and I was like, nah. Yeah, I don't have time for that. I I tried. I'm like, no, not not getting into this. <laughs> but you still, you, what? Do you download them? Uh, the yeah, you can you can get these files. People make the files, and you mm. just print them off. Some some charge for it, some don't. So uh, you're not made a, a plastic gun that we were told I have, all Americans. I, yeah, I know. We we all have those. No, yeah. I am not. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> Breach, they just keep bang right in your face. Yeah, I know, right? No, no, you, you know, me, me, that is another military. See, all these things are coming back. Um, uh, <laughs> we we melted a barrel at basic training. Uh, yeah, things I, used to I, do with grenades. Uh, yeah, we, we melted, we we've we uh laid on the trigger uh during a firing exercise too too much on a squad automatic weapon and the barrel Oops. warped. Yeah. Oh, we came close to doing that to a GPMG. I think it was literally just to see how far we could push it. And we had it glowing red. And I... Th- yeah, I th- it was a glowing red. And I think someone said, all right, we're going to get in shit with the armor for this. Because if it's red, it's pretty much fucked already. Yeah, it's red, you're in trouble. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The GPMG was quite fun. Yeah, I like that gun. Even though it was a bitch to haul around. So many fun guns in the military. So we, I had a corporal guns. who um, he was in Northern Ireland. Oh, we used to get some of my stories actually secondhand stories from from my um, corporals because I was only a private. I wasn't in that long. He was in um, oh yeah, he was stationed with the Paras, which again lends into this crazy um, sort of reputation they have. So he was he was messing around with the Paras. So they were stationed on some checkpoint together and they were dicking around passing the time as you do and the para shot him in the bollocks with a rubber bullet oh god oh man pretty close range and whilst now he was all fine downstairs he had eight kids this corporal sorry he had seven with the eighth on the way so everything was functioning quite fine very well in fact for being hit in the favor yeah but he had this condition (laughs) as a result where he had fluid on his testicles or in his scrotum. Oh, so periodically he had to literally go to the doctors to have his bollocks drained. <laughs> That's how nicknames are made. Yeah, and he even had a picture on his office door of his bollocks. Oh, God. By, with a cassette tape for scale saying it takes balls to be in the British Army. And he had these, <laughs> and unfortunately, one day he had um, our training session on the GPMG. And I, I'm not joking; he couldn't lie down to go prone because it was too painful for it. Oh my god, that's hilarious! To the doctors, I don't know. Uh, I think I even asked him, like, why didn't you sue? Or you know, because you could get compensation. He's well, yeah. The attitude is, why the why would you do that? Like the guy was like, in a job I love, uh, I'm okay. I've got the medical. The, the army look after my medical sort of side of it you know this attitude of you know suing everybody and everything like even in basic training kids suing for having exercise induced asthma yeah you know, 
is unbelievable. And then you had this guy who was obviously in some, he used to get to the point of being in quite, you know, serious discomfort. Um, and he'd been through a few, obviously Northern Ireland wasn't pleasant at all. He'd been through a few things, but you know, they just get on with the job and they don't grumble about it. In fact, they have that dark, twisted humor. Imagine posting that picture on Twitter. <laughs> you get struck off now. But, yeah, uh, some amazing characters. And I think it, yeah, it was the characters that actually made uh, that made the job that was very tough and difficult at times bearable. And uh, that's why that's how you build a three day core, and that's why the bond between yeah. uh, soldiers uh, becomes so strong. Um, and I guess for anyone wondering what that's like, Band of Brothers is probably probably the most realistic and closest look at that that we've had Incredible. recently. I think I watched that like twice. I think when I was in the army, like back to back, because I had a little DVD player that I used to take with me. Uh, I usually I usually watch it every year right around Veterans Day. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and it was what I needed because Saving Private Ryan had come out years before, and I hadn't had quite that good dose of world war ii because uh, yeah. I, I have to admit saving private ryan kind of inspired me to enlist um for, for me it was black for me it was black hawk down black hawk down was one of my favorite movies and i made it so well known that my friend hacked my hotmail account because it was my question what's your favorite movie so he managed to <laughs> sign me up to the uh, loads of porn sites uh, which was very oh, fun God, that's hilarious yeah my, <laughs> my email would just be filled because I, everyone knew that my favorite film was black hawk down at the time and yeah i had that in my dvd wallet used to watch that uh we were soldiers was one of the popular ones that the guys had asked me to put on for him um not not the best movie but it's still no definitely definitely not the best it had a lot of clean... jacket was probably Jeez. a good one that we used to watch quite a bit oh um, yeah cool. we used to rate them as well on really heat was one of the best my corporal said was probably them yeah i think re he said watch heat for their um reloading um yeah heat was a good movie Not yeah very long but he said yeah, very long just cut to that bit where they're in the shootout he said that's probably hollywood's most accurate representation of fire and maneuver yeah, you know, now that you bring it up, I can see that. And then you've got movies like uh, The Town, where for some reason um, a, a SWAT team shoots someone and then uh, pulls his charging handle. I'm like, why, why, why? Yeah, you don't pull your. You don't have to pull your charging handle after you fire. Good job. We Hollywood. get told off for all sorts because the L85A1. That's how old I am, and when I was in, um, obviously when we first picked it up, the bolts on the right hand side. So <laughs> of course people were then reaching with their. So you've got it in your shoulder, reaching with your right arm, hooking their finger over and then trying to pull it back. But it's it's pretty stiff. Uh, and of course, they get smacked around the back of the head until you've got to lean over. And also for the dis you know, dispensing the cartridge, letting that out. So you have to lean over with your left hand and flick it over. And then the L85A1, of course, had the jamming issues. So part of yeah, it was yeah. that forward tap assist. Yeah, sports. Uh, I'd forgotten I'd forgotten that phrase till then. You all, you all use sports. You you mm. all use sports as well. Wow! <laughs> Slap, cool, observe, release, tap. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, bolt, yeah. bolt by extended, and then one, check once chamber. An, once once an infantryman, always an infantryman. Yeah, I remember doing it at night time as well. That was amazing. 
Yeah, and the negligent discharges were quite fun. Well, they're oh, not God. funny. They're never funny, but they, no, were, no, they no, were funny no. in the time when you hear someone just go bang. Oh, fuck! <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, that's 500 quid off his paycheck. Oh, God. <laughs> like, you, you don't want to go back from exercise because you know you're going to get drummed into the uh, Sant Major's office. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it was 5.56 mil as well. It was, it was mainly like a pop. Yeah. <laughs> it was pop in the woods. Yep. Oh shit! <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had BFAs uh, um, at the time. Of course, these are I'm talking back basic training with these recruits. So yeah, luckily there were some uh, horror, well, horribly scary moments on the firing ranges where dipshits with live rounds pointed one at my head while he was talking to the corporal, and the corporal, uh, it wasn't the corporal who was speaking to it another one ran across and punched that kid with his whole body weight in the side of his helmet. And I was just standing there. Obviously, my rifle's pointing down range because I heard the commotion and he shouted at him. And I couldn't help thinking. I was like, whilst that rifle was pointing at my chest, when he punched that kid, what if his reflex had pulled the trigger? <laughs> so so th this will lead me to one more story one more oh, military good. story real we'll quick. wrap it up after the other yeah <laughs> the the most scared time um the most scared i've ever been in the military on um, basic training we had this uh kid named milmont and this mm. kid was this this kid was certified i mean he, he, was, would he wasn't your private pile was he he, he he'd stare at the wall He'd yeah. mutter things. Cool. Uh, the color yellow would freak him out, which, you know, I think is a sign of some stuff anyways. But wow. anyhow, th this kid, uh, you know, one day we were turning our weapons and we've been firing blanks and someone walks up and says, I don't trust you. And he pulled his weapon back and a blank flew out. So th this tells you where this kid's head is. So Whoa. anyhow, we did, it, it was the day of our live fire exercise, like our actual live fire maneuver where your buddy team live fire is what they call it. And, you know, you have a partner, you have live rounds, you're going down the range, shooting at targets, and you're maneuvering. You know, I'm up, they see me, I'm down. Yeah, I'm up, I'm running, and, he's seen me, I'm down. I'm yeah, up, I'm running, yep. he's seen me, I'm down. And the drill sergeants called out who our partners were with. Milmont was my partner. And oh, I, I, kid, I kid you not, I thought I was going to die that day. If, yeah. if there was ever a day to do it, <clears throat> it would have been that day. But I had a couple of those, yeah. Yeah, but but things wound out fine, and he actually wound up getting chaptered out after basic training for mm. being psychologically unfit. Which, you know, some recruiter got some money getting him in. <laughs> yeah, same for me actually. Um, I think that was my regret. Um, I used to get, I did quite well at school. I got good grades, and most people in the infantry didn't. That's why they're in the yeah. infantry. Yeah. And, uh, I got. I had a few character clashes with some cor well, one corporal in particular who made my life hell because uh, he just had this chip on his shoulder. He said, "Oh, you, you think you're better than us, don't you? Because you got this A in I think it was French or an A star. I think I got in French of all subjects. Um, I've forgotten it all now. Um, and the thing was, I then realised when I left the army, someone said, "Ah, oh, they were running the bounty scheme." Back when you were, I was like, because oh. I had four A4 sheets of job roles to choose from. One of them I did consider was military intelligence, and I had tried to transfer whilst in the uh, infantry to the tanks. Because then I started to realise, oh, you need a trade or or something or specialisation. And once you're in the infantry, you're you're screwed pretty much in the British Army Meh. because the infantry is always crying out. So we had people from the Army Air Corps transferring into the infantry because they were bored playing football all day. 
But the red guys from the Royal Logistics, the Royal Lazy Cunts, as they call them, <laughs> who transferred Fijians actually mostly, um, the Fijians and Maoris, uh, quite a lot from the Commonwealth, uh, would transfer in. One was formerly of the Fijian Navy, who had thirty-four confirmed kills allegedly. It was kind of like uh, one alleg- of those. allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just starting to turn chilly. I think maybe it was minus two one morning, and the our corporal said, "Right, pull up your trousers." And we were like, what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Pull up just one trouser leg. And all the Fijians are wearing their thermals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like uh, Arctic. <laughs> like issues. Clothes underneath their trousers. So the corporal just said, see that flag on the horizon? Stand by. Go. <laughs> it was like, oh, last one back has to go. Um, doesn't have to go again. That was a favourite. And these poor Fijians were sweating their tits off. <laughs> you, said, you do not wear your thermals unless you're ordered to do so. And yeah, they learned their lesson. Yep. We learned that. Of course, we were punished along with them. Like, why was I to know they were wearing thermals? But that's the thing. You had to pay attention to uh, to the guy you're with and what he has and hasn't got. It was a good yep. lesson. Good time. All right, I'm going to let you go because I, I know time. your day's just starting. My day's just ending. Uh, Zoop, it's been absolutely wonderful talking to you again. Uh, I think uh, it's been too long, and hopefully we'll do it again soon. Yeah, way too long, definitely. (laughs) As apologies for that. I know both of our lives have been undergoing massive changes since those wonderful heady days. Sounds great. Cool, man. Right, well, I'll sign off there and leave you to it. Uh, Best wishes to you. To Luke. You as well. Take care. Bye, bye.